Welcome to the Cool Button Uncensored Hockey Podcast, Season 1, Episode 9. Mr. Coolius, the Chicago Blackhawks are the only topic of discussion today. The stain left on the Blackhawks organization and individuals is nothing compared to the pain that Kyle Beach uh, has gone through over the last 11 years. And as he spoke on TSN to Rick Westhead, uh, it was uh, one where you could sense uh, not only a, a relief from Kyle Beach, but also the fact, the pain that he's been suffering through for a lot of years. And as we deal with this subject and talk about it in a manner that hopefully, hopefully can shed some uh, insights for other people as they go through uh, different uh, challenges and leadership. That's where we find ourselves today and no place else. Very brave, very emotional, very sad. I mean, just sad. I mean, he cared so much about not being able to help the young man who was assaulted in 2013. Like that's to me about character, about caring, about wanting to do the right thing. And for his mom to cry for days because she couldn't help her her son, 20 year old son. It's, it's, it's just awful. It's, societal whether we talk about other things that have happened before and it's something we have to talk about now because it's in our hockey world i don't want to say it's almost all unbelievable but in a way how all the dominoes fall the way they do to lead to what has happened and to think without kyle's bravery rick's reporting the help rick received as well we don't know it's it it's not reported. Someone out there will get help because of what Kyle and Rick did. I think that's the good that can come out of this. And you sit back and hear, according to the report and to Kyle, things that happened. And you just say, Craig, how did this happen? And why was it handled this way? Like that's, that's what you think about. And that's, what you hope will stop something like this from happening again. Steve, it's, it's straightforward. It was a failure of leadership. And, you know, I want to focus in first on Cal beach. You know, we're talking about a, a young person with dreams, with dreams, lifelong dreams to be in the NHL and to try to achieve those dreams, worthwhile goals, dreams and goals that you've sacrificed for. And to, find yourself in the NHL and and the excitement you're having at that moment in time for that to be taken away from you in, 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 in a, in a sexual assault and for that to now be with you for the rest of your life. You know, that's where the failure of leadership is in, in, in a big way. They failed young person's dreams. That's where the failure of leadership, John McDonough, Stan Bowman, Joel Quenville, failure of leadership. We ask people that when things go wrong and when you're uncomfortable and in cases of sexual abuse and sexual harassment, to be able to go to people to have them address it so that they're aware of, 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 of the allegations and the actions and they don't act. 
That's where mistrust, that's where distrust comes from. Because we're asking people to say, hey, listen, you know what? Trust people in positions of authority, in positions of power to be able to address these things. And then they, why we wonder in society, why people in power aren't trusted? It's because the people in power and, and leaders ha have failed. <laughs> and what they, Kyle Beach has been failed to the greatest extent possible. And we've seen others in similar instances, you know, when society happened, this happened in similar ways. But they failed, they failed at, at, at the most fundamental aspect. And, the, and that is somebody's dreams were, were, were broken, crashed forever. And they're going to live with this for the rest of their lives. And guess what? It's not going to be something that is going to hurt them as much as it's hurt Kyle Beach. And let me just say this. I'll be very clear. John McDonough, Stan Bowman, and Joel Quenville should never work in the National Hockey League ever again. And somebody might say that's a harsh position. Yeah, it is. And it's not just about a one-time thing. This went on for months, the knowledge and what they were doing to, you know, and, and there, there are no other allegations that, 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 that I'm aware of or anybody else is aware of, but they essentially enabled somebody to carry on not only in that organization, but ultimately years after he left and to, to the point where it did become, uh, he was convicted. They enabled, they enabled Brad Aldrich to do this. They failed 100%. I don't care what they've done in the past. I don't care what the record is in any regard in sporting accomplishments. They failed. They've lost. They've lost the privilege and the right to work in the National Hockey League ever again. One of the key moments of the Rick Westhead interview with Kyle was having to watch Brad stay, work, smile, celebrate, almost be put on a pedestal as if to say, you're okay. And Kyle felt like this is all my fault, that nothing's being done. And what you just alluded to, the, the next step after mutual termination was to go and do what he did to a, a minor, basically. And that easily, Craig, all of this could have been avoided. And you wonder in 2010, we're in 2021 now, how this could possibly happen. It's one thing if we talk about centuries ago and different parts of society, but this is, this is right here, right now. And it's almost, it's almost just unbelievable. It's almost to say this can't happen in modern time. So I'm going to ask you a question. What can't happen? I guess I want to say corruption, but you're going to say corruptions and abuse of power has been part of mankind forever and will continue to be part of man. Really what we're talking about is the, the worst aspect of the human race. Well, bottom line is 2010, 2011, we're talking about a sexual predator. Okay. There's been sexual predators all through time. And, and, and just because we're in 2021 doesn't mean there's not sexual predators out there. Steve, you just nailed it. 
It's, it's power, not using their power to act. It's power with the power to act, not using their power to protect a young person with dreams and goals. It's power with the power to act that didn't act, that, that has forced a young man for 11 years, for 11 years to live in unbearable pain. To finally, when he said, I, I, I have to, I, it, it's necessary for me to do this. It, th- th- that's where it's no different today than it was in 2010. And what, what I would say real clearly is, and, and there's lots of examples, Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> Matt Lauer, like NBC, Harvey Weinstein, the movie mode. Like, look, there's lots of examples here, Steve. This, is, this isn't just, again, and, and Kyle was so good, in my view, with talking about the hockey world and the world. He, he, he made that comment a couple of times. And he's right. And when people with the power to make a difference and to act and to protect don't, that's the problem here. And yes, Steve. I can take your word and say it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that somebody can come and tell Joel Quenville, your video coach has allegedly assaulted a young player and you're not dealing with it. And, you know, I, I would say this, Steve, and, 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 and it might be an extreme example, but if somebody came to me and said to me, you know, somebody that works for you has been accused of, I'd say, whoa, to use your term, whoa, camel, let's just stop right there. Okay, what? It wouldn't be like, we'll deal with this tomorrow or we'll deal like, come back to me this afternoon. It'd be, whoa, stop. Nothing else matters at that point in time. And we're not talking about the first time. This went on. Like, like where was the follow-up? Where was the follow-through? And Kyle Beach talks about Aldrich being around and watching him being around and him feeling the way he did. I mean, Kyle Beach is still the, still going there, practicing, having to deal with this, having to watch him. So, you know, it's a, when I say it's a stain on the Blackhawks organization, I'll, I'll be straightforward too. Rocky Wirtz, Mr. Wirtz, I have a question for you. Who hired John McDonough? Because ultimately it stops, it starts at the top. Who hired John McDonough? Well, ownership did, right? Rocky Wirtz hired him. Not yeah. ownership. Let's put names to names here. Rocky Wirtz hired him. Rocky Wirtz is ultimately responsible for the hiring of John McDonough. Rocky Wirtz is ultimately responsible for the failure of the Chicago Blackhawks to act. He put somebody in position that was incapable of dealing with something this serious. So when the Blackhawks parted ways with Brad Aldrich... And I don't know how many years later, discussions started that there was an issue and they denied it. They denied anytime there's an internal investigation, usually people say, and unfortunately, I've been around one in the hockey world before. And a lawyer said, soon as a company looks at itself, you're not getting an independent audit per se. So they said, here's how it's going to work out they're going to find nothing, which is what they did. And the matter was closed. So the Hawks denied, denied, denied until the prodding and poking really came from a third party. And all of a sudden, all this information comes out and now they kind of change their tune, so to speak, which Kyle acknowledged what happened in the last 48 hours 
he gave the Blackhawks credit for kind of finally, <laughs> probably out of necessity and guilt to kind of do what's right. Do you believe in anything to do with better late than never? Is that, you know, something we can never give them credit for? And the fact that there's been a purge, is that going to help the league and the Hawks kind of move forward? Or, I mean, there were scandals with the Maple Leafs, right? Although that wasn't the team, but it was the building. Do people still think about that, Craig? Uh, where are we kind of on where we are now with what the Hawks did and how we are all going to kind of try to move forward? Life moves forward. It doesn't mean you're moving forward without uh, pain in Kyle Beach's case. Uh, and, you know, what he's dealing with when he talked about uh, the victim of Brad, Brad Aldrich's uh, assault in 2013 and Kyle feeling that he could have prevented that in some way, shape or form, you know, better late than never. Yeah, no. So there, there, there's no rationale. There's no better late than never. Bottom line is this has gone on for 11 years. How about HR department in the Chicago Blackhawks? How about, how, how, how about, how about HR? Human resources. You can resign or they give them a choice. What? What? Like anybody that worked in the human resources department, like, hey, you want to know something? Name names. Like, because I'll tell you what, you failed. You failed. So when I look at this and I see what's happened and what's unfolded in this amount of time, 11 years, and, and, and what was there for everybody else, there's no excuse for it, Steve. Better late than never is not an excuse for it. What, what, what we have got to today was a young man who and we talked about the bravery, the courage to step forward and say, you know what? It was me against everybody's word. He, he, he felt he was, a, he was a liar. Like he, in his own mind, he goes that everybody viewed me as a liar. Like think about that, okay? Whether that's intentional, whether it was veiled, that's how he felt because that's how it was portrayed. So now... For the Chicago Blackhawks, this and for any other organization, this isn't just for the Chicago Blackhawks. This is for any other, any 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 organization. You better have a long, thorough examination of your practices, and you better make darn sure that your people in power are going to act and are going to keep the best interests of individuals at, at the forefront of their decision making and not abusing their own power. And when I say abusing their own power, abuse of power is also not using your power when you're expected to use it. So Speaking. for Rocky Wirtz, whoever comes in and whoever he hires, right? There absolutely has to be, and, and I'm not talking like sexual assault, obviously. Sexual abuse, obviously. Sexual harassment, obviously. And I hope it's obvious. But you know what? You need to have workplace and you need to have people that are in positions of power that everybody feels will act in your interests and make sure that if there are problems, that they are heard, number one, number two, addressed. Well, heard and addressed, what role do the NHLPA have in all of this? That, that came up with Kyle yesterday. I Things can't that I answer... The NHLPA was never under investigation in the in the uh, uh, in the report. 
So I understand this was Chicago Blackhawks, right? And I know what Kyle said about the NHLPA, right? I saw Donald Fear's comment, right? And so what Kyle talked about, and Donald Fear in, in his comment said, you know, he was part of the NHLPA NHL player assistance, which is confidential. It's confidential. You go there. So we're talking about a young person who went there in a confidential doctor-patient privilege. Doctors can't go out. So if it's confidential, and, and in this case, it, it's always up. If, if, the, if the victim, Kyle in this case, wants to make it public, it's up to him. It's not up to the doctor. It's not up to the NHLPA. It's confidential. So I, I, I heard what Kyle said, right? I heard what Don, I saw what Donald Fear said, right? You know, when you're talking about a confidential process, doctor-patient privilege, you know, we have to hear a lot more about that before there's going to be any comment from me. How did, for those who don't know, we get to the outside firm that started the investigation? Was that? I have no idea, Steve. I don't know how. All I know is, the, you know, the report, there was a lot of talk about the report you, you just mentioned you know, when, a, when an organization hires somebody to investigate themselves, you know, okay, what is it going to look like? And, and bottom line is there's no different here with the, with the Blackhawks. There was, there was skepticism. Uh, are they going to make it public? And, and, and so they decided that we are going to make it public. And then, you know, there, there's still, until you see the report, there's going to be skepticism. Like, you know, what's going to happen here? I mean, look at the Washington football team. I mean, you know, Roger Goodell has decided we're not going to make the findings public because of people that cooperated. What? <laughs> what? The, the, I mean, I mean, what went on in there? I mean, they, they didn't. I mean, people didn't have a problem making the John Gruden emails public. <laughs> right. They, they didn't. Right. So, you know, again, so they made it public. And, and you know what we saw? We saw a process that, in, in my view, looked very thorough, very complete. And as we read through it, and people have talked about this, certainly I, I share the same thing. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable reading through that. But I think we can all be satisfied that uh, Block Jenner, who did the who did the report, they were very thorough, and there was not. So I'm looking at the outcome. So great, we got an outcome. There's going to be more outcomes, Steve. <laughs> we saw outcomes the day the report came out. There's going to be more outcomes. Well, you know what we need, Steve? We need outcomes that don't lead to investigations of lack of action. People in power, people in authority, acting, not after the fact, at the moment when it's necessary and at, at its most crucial point in time. And Steve, there's not a hockey game. There's not a. There's nothing that's that, that's more important when somebody has been assaulted. I know one thing. If I'm doing something and I get a call, all right, somebody comes to me and says, my child has been sexually assaulted, there is nothing more important in my world, nothing. I could be playing going into overtime of game seven. Nothing is more important than that. Nothing. And until people take that attitude and understand what priorities are, that's how things change. Priority, Steve. The priority wasn't winning. The priority wasn't. The priority at that point in time was you have a video coach that's assaulted a young person with dreams. So 
are we at the tip of the iceberg? Are we? I can't comment. That's speculate. I don't know. I mean, Steve, like there's all like if we think that there's not going to be and I'm going to use Kyle Beach's in the world, there's not going to be other instances of sexual abuse, sexual harassment, sexual assault. Then we're kidding ourselves. And I can't focus in on the tip of the iceberg or whatever. I, I don't know. All I know is what you have to do ahead of time, what you have to have in place in terms of practices. That's the bottom line. If you got practices in place and you have a, an environment where everybody feels safe and being able to say, Hey, this is a, a, a place where I can uh, achieve. This is a place where I can, uh, you know, do my best work. And if something is not, is, is awry, and certainly we talk about something illegal, such as sexual assault, then it needs to be addressed. And if you have an environment where people know how it's going to be handled, and that I'll tell you what, that's a positive step. That's a step in the right direction where you create a safe environment. But it's got to start with the powers that be. And we've seen too much, Steve. You talk about the tip of the iceberg. Power that doesn't use power. And it's in every walk of life. Do you believe that Kyle has helped in his way the now 24, 25-year-old from the 2013 incident and he was 20 years old at the time. So I don't know why, you know, sexual abuse doesn't have uh, an age when, when a predator is going to, uh, you know, try to uh, carry out uh, their, their acts. doesn't matter if you're 24, 54, 17, why we've seen it. So it's not about, and I think that this is where Kyle, you know, you, you know, you hope and, you really, what I mean when I say you hope, you hope that that he's in a place when he says he wants to help people. And I generally believe that, right? That, that he's in a place where he can really do that. And Steve, I'll be straightforward with you. If it helps one person, that's a massive, massive win. That's the win that matters. That's the win that matters. So what's next, Craig? What's next as we sit and talk here today and we What's next is, Steve, it's real simple, okay? We know that, that Commissioner Bettman is going to talk with Joel Quenville. He's going to talk to Kevin Shovel day off. He wants to hear, uh, you know, what they have to say. You've heard what I've had to say, okay? And somebody might say, you know, I'm the, I'm the judge, the jury, and the executioner. I, I read the report, and I'm left with no doubt what needs to happen with McDonough, Bowman, and Quenville. No doubt. So a, as for, uh, uh, you know, the league and, and what they have to do, you know, uh, uh, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is a scenario where, you know, you, you, you're not, if you're Gary Batman, you, you want to be thorough and he is thorough. He, you, you want to get all the facts. He, he said that at the beginning of this investigation, he says, I'll wait till the report is finished. I'll wait till we see the facts and then we'll deal with it. And he's very thorough in that regard. And I would suggest that, uh, I would expect nothing less because Gary has demonstrated nothing less in the way he handles different scenarios and, and whatever they be. He, he, he's, he's done that, you know, and he's, he's exemplified that in every regard. So that's what it'll be. I don't know exactly what the outcomes will be. I, I, I trust that Gary will be very, and the league will be very, very thorough. And they will also, you know, try to do uh, the very best they can 
to make sure that organizations within their league are implementing, uh, you know, really good, sound, 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 safe practices in their workplaces. That's what, that's what you, that that's what I hope for. Do you believe the punishment the Blackhawks have received was enough is enough? You know, again, I, I don't know what the bylaws, I don't know exactly what the bylaws of the league are and, you know, what, what, what the parameters of the league, what they're capable of in terms of, you know, finding a team, you know, meeting out. I, I don't know, Steve. So, you know, without, without understanding the NHL bylaws and everything, I think it's easy to say that there's no penalty severe enough that's going to make up for the pain that Kyle Beach has gone through. That's how I'll leave it. Craig, thank you for taking me and us through this today. Obviously difficult, obviously uncomfortable. We think about Kyle. We think about the other victim. And we just say to ourselves, if there's anything someone out there needs to say, if someone needs help, if there's a bell to be rung in a school, in a business, in a church to, to do the right thing, I hope that that's something I have learned and we should all learn moving forward. So, so we talk about if, if there's somebody out there. You know what my message is? People in positions of power, people in positions of leadership, people in positions of authority, where you have not only the responsibility to act, but you have a requirement to act in the best interest of the people that work for you. That's where my message is. Act. Inaction is deplorable. And you're not helping. And I'll be this, I'll finish with this, Steve. We better get comfortable with the discomfort around this because there's only one way to eradicate it. It's to deal with it head on. And the leaders and those in power, this message is for you. Act. For Craig Button, I'm Steve Cooley. It's Cool Button Uncensored Hockey Podcast. Thanks for listening.